Hey guys, welcome to the Goals to Growth podcast. My name is Kia and I'm a life and career coach at the Source Academy. And this is JG. Hello, my name is JG. As Kia said, I'm the founder of Film Surreals, video production and digital marketing. And this podcast is for entrepreneurs, business owners, and people who want to advance in their careers. And we're excited to share some cool information with you and just have some fun conversations. Yeah, we're about to drop some gems. So talk to me about like what you do in your business. Yeah, so Films to Reels uh, focuses on number one content creation. We are okay. a video production company, so we make movies. Okay. We, um, <laughs> we pride ourselves in being able to not only create content, but also develop systems so businesses can see actual results come from content. Because a lot of people, you know, They'll have content, they know they should make it, but they're like, how in the world does this actually turn into like clients and business? Yeah, like how you know? do how do I make money from the content yeah. pretty much? So we we really try to focus on helping people um, find ways to monetize and see those results come from creating content. Okay. And so like those systems you're talking about, like what do those systems look like? Um, that can be different. Sometimes social media ads, sometimes okay. um so ad management or account management. Uh, creating calls, calls to action, like going to visit um, a landing page or signing up for a newsletter, booking appointments, those kind of things. So ultimately, somebody can see your content yeah. and say, oh my goodness, I would love to work with this person. And then it makes it very easy for them to become a client. So. Okay. So getting into the topic of social yeah. media ads, like media I feel ads. like that's such a big thing and a lot of businesses rely on them. Yeah, um, true. There's still a lot of businesses who aren't even educated in that space, so they don't even know the power of ads. So, yeah. like, what does it look like when you're, like, creating ads for channels like Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, so Facebook and Instagram are a really good tool to use because everybody's already there. So you don't want to go all the time, like, looking for people in new places, like, okay, where is my target audience at? And meet them where they already are, you know, meet them halfway. And some things that are really good about Facebook are they're disruptive. So Disruptive. Yes. Disruptive. Okay. <laughs> when I say disruptive, in contrast to something like Google, right? When you're running Google ads, you're um, looking for certain keywords. So okay. let's say, like, for myself, for a marketing agency, somebody might look up social media management. So I could... Um, run a Google ad for that word. So somebody searches that and I show up. Now, when you have something like, when you have a brand that's lesser known, like a new business or like um, entrepreneur, people might not necessarily be searching for you specifically yet or your business. So it might not be that beneficial to have um, search ads running because nobody's searching for you yet. Like, yeah. I'd have burst your bubble, but you're not popping yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not on um, the map. You're not there yet. So you have to present yourself in a more disruptive way. So okay. you have to. So you gotta you shake. To, you gotta shake things up. You gotta shake things up. Okay. And show up in people's lives. Like they're just <laughs> looking at their friends and their family all of a sudden. Boom! Oh my goodness! This is the answer I need. <laughs> boom! What? How do I? You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I mean by disruptive. So it's not a request and then get results. It's more of a I'm minding my business and then you show up. So Facebook ads is really good for that. I don't know if you notice, like maybe if you go into a website or like done some shopping. And then all of a sudden you go back to Instagram yes. and you see like mad ads. Yes, and it's I like hate they it. were listening to you. <laughs> they are. They're listening to you, but we, we don't we don't get that. They're deep listening. Into, That's they gonna be listening. another episode because yeah. what? We gotta get into that for sure. <laughs> um 
Yeah, it's really good for retargeting. So that's like getting those multiple touches. Because in marketing, you really want to get in contact with people multiple times along the way. So like somebody sees you one time, there's a low chance they're going to you know engage with you or become a client. Once they see you like that second time, that third time, that seventh time, okay, let me see what they're about. Like I've seen this person. I feel like I trust them. I feel like they have what I need. So Facebook is really good for that. Okay, yeah. so like, how many times is like too much? Because you said a seventh time. What about like a hundredth time? Is that too? Is that like a hundred times is a lot? That's a lot. We okay. actually <laughs> try to limit it to around. Um, so what we call that in the uh, marketing space is uh, frequency, ad frequency. Okay. And once you get the three, it's time to rotate your ads. Now you can get more touches, but you just need a different what we call ad creative, which is what video you're showing and what photo are you showing. And once you show them the same thing three times. Need to rotate it, or else you'll, people will start getting ad fatigue, where you'll have the reverse effect. They'll see it, but oh my goodness, not this again. Okay, yeah, that happens a lot with stuff I see on Instagram, and I'm yeah. like, ignore, don't show it to me again. Facts. So that's not that's what we don't want to happen. No, not at all. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what about TikTok? Because TikTok is like, TikTok yeah. has taken over. TikTok um, is popping. It's taken over my life. I mean, I could sit and scroll for hours. I don't do that anymore. But when I first got That's on it. productive out here. <laughs> we're productive. Goals to growth, okay? Exactly. Um, so like, how does that look on TikTok? How do you do that with your business on TikTok? Yeah, so TikTok is a dope space because people go there specifically to discover new things. True. So that's a good space to be, you know, some some people take this approach to TikTok. They'll want to use TikTok for testing creative okay. because TikTok is very algorithmic. So like once you start to tell it what you like, it'll show you what you like. So and then fast. you might even you might even learn yourself on TikTok. Like you're like, oh, I didn't realize like this is what I was passionate about, but they keep showing me it. So maybe this is what I like. I don't know. But in the sense that it's algorithmic, like it's great for seeing, okay, what are people naturally and organically gravitating towards? Okay. And then you can go into like a, uh, a platform like a Facebook or Instagram to do the retargeting piece. Okay. So you can test your videos and see like, okay, this is the ad that works the best. And then say, okay, this is why I need to put the money behind like a Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. So I think it's really great for testing because of that algorithmic nature. And then okay. too, because people are going on there to consume content and discover new things. Okay, so they're they're pretty much looking for that type of content. Yeah, exactly, they're yeah. they're going on there saying, "Hey, what? Who can solve my problem? How do I make this this meal quickly? <laughs> uh, how do I fix my car?" Like they want to know. Everybody wants to know everything on TikTok. That's yeah. a great way to insert yourself. You know, what I'm saying if you have a solution, a unique solution for somebody. Okay, okay. Yeah. And now, so YouTube, because I see YouTube ads a lot. YouTube is popping. YouTube is really popular. You know what's popular on YouTube? What? YouTube Shorts. I know. YouTube Shorts is going crazy right now. I saw that. And it's yeah. like, I feel like a lot of, of course it started with TikTok, but like, I've noticed all the social media channels are just mimicking TikTok. Yeah. And like, uh, Google Google just did a, a, a big like workshop where they were rolling out some of their um, AI um, things they're going to add into Google Ads and YouTube Ads. And they did a study and showing like, on a daily basis, YouTube Shorts is having like 64 billion views. So it's like, it's a huge market. Is that, so is that more than, no, that's not more than actual YouTube videos. Nah, I doubt it. It's not, okay. But it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. <laughs> so you can throw yourself in there. So how do you incorporate, can you, you can incorporate ads onto YouTube Shorts? YouTube Shorts is a placement of, of Google Ads. Yeah, so they can, they distribute 
Google distributes to a lot of like different channels like Google, YouTube, Shorts, their audience network, like other websites. Um, you got stuff like Google AdSense where you have like stuff on like um, publications. We can show different ads and do retargeting. So, but yes, answer your question. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Short form content is the way. Even Forbes did a study where they were saying um, consumers online have about a um, eight second attention span. I believe that. Yeah. Because if you don't capture me in like that first five to six seconds, I'm scrolling to the next video. Yeah. It's over with. Yeah. Exactly. So when you're working with brands and say people who have just entered this space, who have just launched their businesses, like when it comes to like brands and like consistency, mm -hmm. how do you kind of um, like, how do you consult people on that? Like, how yeah. do you encourage them to be consistent and why is that important in the digital space and also just in general? Yeah, so consistency is big for the trust piece. Okay. Like, nobody's going to buy a product or buy a service or work with a company they don't trust, right? So it's like when you can go to their website um, and see that it looks professional, they got professional photos, professional videos, testimonials, and then you go to, um, let's say, their Instagram page, and they got a decent amount of followers, nothing crazy. But enough to say, okay, this is real. It's not one of the people that be them bots that be commenting. <laughs> I don't understand how those bots comment so fast. Like literally like a microsecond. Like a microsecond. I'm they starting always to have think, hearts. Like I know. I'm starting to think they work for Instagram. Like I yeah, think Instagram to like sends encourage you. Yeah. We're not gonna get Instagram to shut us down. Instagram, we love you. <laughs> we want sponsorships in the future. Like, I don't know what she's talking it's, about. It's a jokey joke. It's a joke. <laughs> it's just a joke. <laughs> But yeah, no, them bots be rolling. They be they be at my post. I got I got bot fans for sure. They tap in. Bot super fans. Yeah, but um, to to speak to the um consistency, yeah, having like that following on Instagram, following on Facebook, and seeing like the same logo, seeing the yeah. same people, the same colors and styles, it contributes to a bigger sense of trust and um, validity. Really, yeah. you know, like having your name just out there in, in different ways, even into like like publications and um, different like um, podcasts and um, you know online blogs that helps build that credibility with somebody saying, okay, this person is everywhere. Everybody else has good stuff to say about them. Maybe I should work with them too. Yeah. Yeah. And you had some some like done some work in the publication space, like as far as like um, getting people on placement and stuff. What how how does that like contribute to um, the consistency piece. Yeah, so you have to be consistent in order to really promote your brand or if you want to promote your your brand through like various media channels. So mm -hmm. whether that's a podcast, whether that's a local news station, whether that's um, someone who has their own news station in their house, if you want to appear on um, in these different spaces, you need to be grounded in what your business represents. And it, and the message needs to be very clear. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, like people don't understand, they think that like, in order for them to be on a radio show or in order for them to be on news or in order for them to be on a podcast, someone has to reach out to them. Yeah. That's not how it works. Okay. Um, so let's say I know my message. Yeah. Um, I know that I want to build my credibility and get on various podcasts. What is my first step? What do I do? Your first step is you probably want to either create a pitch for yourself 
or hire a publicist who can okay. do that for you. And so what we do is we pretty much craft together a pitch and we talk about who you are and pretty much why you need to be on this person's show. Mm -hmm. This person's show, podcast, whatever it is they have, even if it's like the news, we craft together something and we focus on one, your brand, um, two, talking points. Mm -hmm. And also, I think a lot of people, they miss the they miss the the point in a pitch because they don't focus on the person's audience. Okay. So you have to think about the type of audience that is watching the show that you're pitching to. So like the the, the where you want to be, the placement you want, you want to kind of understand that audience. Yes. And make sure it's in line with yours. Yes. You want to okay. make sure you're aligned and you want to make sure that you relate to that audience. Because yeah. if you're not relating to the audience and you don't identify that in your pitch, then the yeah. person reading it is just going to be like... No one, like, this doesn't resonate with me, you know? Yeah. And also, like, subject line. It's very important mm. what you put in a subject line. So working in news, we get hundreds of press releases yeah. from people. People with small businesses, from doctors, people that are in, like, multiple different career fields, entrepreneurs, all of that. And when I tell you, I probably... About 95% of those press releases, mm -hmm. I don't read. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I don't read. <laughs> I don't read. Because subject line. Subject line. Oh, like, what's a good subject line? It, I mean, it has to have buzzy words. Like, it okay. has to capture my attention. Okay. And the subject line, again, you have to know who you're pitching this to. So who... Who are you sending this press release to? Is it to a reporter? Is it to a reporter that has a specific beat? Because if they have a specific beat, you want to cater to that beat that beat? they're covering. So a beat in news is like someone who works who only covers government, someone who uh, only covers education. Like yeah, someone who only does crime and breaking news. So you really want to understand who it is you're talking to. Um, so that, it, it just really depends on the person. But the subject line, very important. And then you could also kind of see like, you could see the first sentence in the preview of that email. And for mm. me, I do, I'll read the subject, see the first sentence, and that, that pretty much dictates whether I'll open it. But I do yeah. not look at 95% of press releases. I feel you. So make sure that you spend some time thinking about a good subject line. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, at least give them one like that 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 stood out to you. One that worked. So like if they're completely clueless, give them a give them a template. Okay. So okay, I'll give you the perfect example because okay. I've I've worked in these spaces. So for restaurants, right? If you are a chef or if you own your own restaurant or if you're you have a franchise and you're opening a restaurant in a city and you wanna you want a news station to write about it or you want to appear on someone's podcast. Certain words capture my attention. So for me, like when I see the word popular, mm. I'm like, oh, popular, popular taco chain. That grabs my attention because okay. I'm like, what taco chain is that? I feel you. I just felt something when I heard popular too. Yeah. So I'm right there with you. Okay. It's a you. buzzy word. Okay. It makes you want to like, like you want your subject line, you want the person reading the, the email or the subject line to question it, like, oh, what does that mean? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Let me read more about it. And, and you, you know, tying that back into like the ads piece, we do something similar with our grabbers. Like we do something called hooks. 
Okay. And we have and and when we're creating hooks, we're we're kind of trying to see okay what is grabbing that viewer like what's okay. getting that tune. So that's 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 kind of cool to see that relation there in the in the pub world, in the publication world, and the ads world. Because if your grabber's wrong or like your hook is wrong, people are not gonna click on the ad. Yeah. And you're just wasting money. We don't want to waste money. We don't like wasting money or time. <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> so how do you know like if a grabber is good? How do you measure that? The biggest thing is really the client or the person that's that's trying to advertise. You have to understand who your target audience is. Okay. And you have to know their pain points. So our goal... What's a pain point? A pain point is essentially um, something that your your ideal client or the person you're trying to work with is struggling with. What have they what are their goals okay. that they haven't reached and what have they tried in the past that didn't work? Okay. And you have to understand that to a T. Because once you understand that, you're in a perfect place to insert yourself and say, I am the perfect solution to your problem. So you gotta think, they're tired. Like I've been trying to grow my business mm-hmm. for so and so years. I paid money to have this this happen and I didn't see any results. I tried this, I tried that, and I put my all into it. Now I don't know what to do, but I still want to achieve that goal. I can help you. Boom, that's the grabber. And like, but you gotta, you know, speak directly to that problem. Let's say this is a very I'm coming up with this on the fly. This is a very <laughs> simple uh, example, like like basic example. Let's say somebody is in their house. And they need to put a nail in a piece of wood. Okay. But they don't have any tools. Okay. They don't have a hammer. They don't have anything. Do they have the nail? They have the nail. Okay. They try to hit it on their hand. Hands bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> hands bleeding. So we get on Instagram. We're gonna say, "Is your hand bleeding?" <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good example. <laughs> Do you need a hammer? You know, they're gonna say, "Yes, I need a hammer." You spoke to my pain point. <laughs> I don't think I've ever come up with a more perfect example that I just came up with on the fly. I'm actually really proud of myself. <laughs> Yo, that was good. That was good. That yes, was good. That would be a hook. Okay. Okay. And that's that's what you specialize in. Like you come up with the hook. Yeah. So we'll okay. do a consultation. We'll understand like the clients we're working with. Um, they'll talk about you know what their what their clients are struggling with, and we'll craft that into. Various hooks. So we'll try to do minimally three hooks. So we'll okay. see which works. So we might say, is your hand bleeding? Do you feel the pain? <laughs> um, do you need to put that nail in that wood? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're exact pain points. So they're like, this is the perfect solution for me. Yeah. Right? So then you insert yourself. Okay. Okay. And so when you're dealing with clients, like, do you ever get pushback? Like, do you ever come with them with your strategy and you're like, okay, we need to do X, Y, and Z. And they're like resistant. Yeah. Honestly, once you get to a certain price point, they listen to you. You know, you came to me, right? You came to me. If you want to do it yourself, you, you don't need to be paying that money. So by the time, so pretty much by the time they come to you, yeah. they've exhausted all resources, yeah. and yeah. they're like, "I need help, JG." Yeah. And most people, you know, people that are serious about their business and serious about their growth, they understand that you cannot do everything. You can't micromanage everything. Because you're going to go crazy, you're going to run out of time, you're going to burn out. Yeah. So you have to, at some point, start to delegate 
certain tasks to people that you trust. And you got to give it all to the experts or the people that can do it while you're doing other things. Yeah. You got a business to run. You can't be... You can't be doing the marketing, the sales, the operations, dealing with the finances, going out to events, speaking, running the social media. Can't do it. That's a lot. You can't do that and scale. You never. You'll get stuck and you'll be. You want to quit. Yeah. So I've been there. You know. Hey. <laughs> I've been there. So that, I know. Pers- that's that's a personal pain point. If somebody said that to me like two years ago, I would have clicked on the ad. <laughs> Help me. So. We're here to help, you know? Uh, so yeah, by the time they get, get to us, like typically they're in a place where they're um, growing, looking to scale, and they want to pass it off. They don't want to think about it anymore. So. Okay. Yeah, that's like directly related to um, pitching and PR because you call it a, pl- a pain point. Yeah. I actually would call like a pitch a pleasure point mm. because you, wanna, you want your your subject to be pleasurable to the person that's reading it, you know? Yeah. So again, like popular, it's pleasurable. Yeah. Popular water park. Ooh, a water park. <laughs> <laughs> Not ooh, water park. I feel you. I feel you. We popping yes. out. We in Florida, y'all. So it's hot out here. So water park gets us more excited than it might get you. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I feel it. I feel it. it's cool that there's there's so many like um, ways that the different channels of marketing can like cross. Yeah, and it's changed so much. So it's like. What do you think the most powerful marketing tool right now is? Oh, wow. That's crazy. As a video production company, I have to say content creation. Content creation. Wow. You got to create content. You got to create content. People need to see you. When you got things like shorts and reels, TikTok, um, Facebook stories, Instagram stories, like people are digesting short form content. So you got to get on the wave. Yeah. Because that's just that's where the people are going. So like if you want the people, go where the people are going. Yeah. 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 So content creation. What would you say is the is the, is the best challenge? Well, I'm no marketing expert. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> but I mean, I kind of agree. I think content creation, um, because I feel like you reach more people. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can go out and network. And I'm a huge fan of like just going out and talking to people. Um, I talk to strangers all the time. Word. And yes, all the time. Like I'm that she crazy super person. Social, y'all. <laughs> I don't think I am, but he says I am. But if I see someone and like I don't know, I have a feeling that I need to talk to them, I will just run up to them and talk to them. How do you not think that's social? What would I you mean, say I- that is? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just like I don't know a regular human. Social. She's social, y'all. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, content creation is a powerful marketing tool. But I also think just you showing up like face to face with people is powerful too because you can meet one person, and if you vibe with them and jive with them, or if your businesses like complement each other, you then open yourself up to a whole new network of people. Mm-hmm. So if you go outside and meet 10 people in one day, yeah. get their contact information, meet with all 10 of those people, that's 10 different networks that you just brought you, yourself into. Some of us don't have that confidence to go up somebody, which I feel like you really have to develop and look inward. You do. You do. Yeah. You got to. It, it definitely takes confidence and just being comfortable with who you are. So where do you feel like you got the juice? To just go out and just talk to <laughs> random people. Where did that come from? Um, I feel like 
I don't know where it came from. It's just mm-hmm. something I've kind of always done. Like, I just always felt intrigued by people. Yeah. And I'm also, like, really into psychology. So I'm yeah. always, like, observing people. So I, I don't you, know. I try to go so based So you focus up. more on the other person than yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking about like, uh, yeah, that's true. A lot of people, they're in their head. Yeah. So they're like, ooh, what if this person thinks this about me? The truth is, nobody cares that much about you. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I, I have a different mindset. I'm yeah. not thinking that, oh, this person may think I'm this. I don't really care what you think I am. Facts. I know what I am. Yeah. So I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that. that's the secret, y'all. Don't care about what people think about you. You don't. are you. Know who you are. <laughs> Exactly. Just run out the random people. You'll be safe. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, yeah. Thank thank you guys for tuning in to our podcast today. Uh, we talked about some dope some dope things from different marketing channels to how to pitch. We know make sure that you're using popular mm-hmm. in your subject lines. Make sure you're using different hooks. And make sure that if you know you have any nails at the house, you also have a hammer. Exactly. Stay safe out here. Don't run up to <laughs> random people. <laughs> Do it. Unless you have to. You Do know, it. Make, make it about them and not about you. Exactly. <laughs> um, but all seriousness, appreciate you guys um, tuning in. Um, if you're interested in learning more and hearing more about you know different marketing channels, things, and tools for entrepreneurs, business owners, people that are looking to grow in their careers, make sure you visit our website, um, goalstogrowth.com. Yeah, and make sure you guys on our website, subscribe to our newsletter um, to get notified of new episodes that we'll be releasing. Once again, thank you so much, and stay on the lookout for the next episode. Later.